0: This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. There's good news and not so good news for ethanol and biofuels. The good news is that ethanol margins are extremely profitable, And if invested in an ethanol company that is in good overall financial condition, the chances of getting paid a dividend is high. For example, I am invested in the Little Sioux corn processors plant and they reported earnings of almost $11 million last quarter and over $28 million for the year. If farmers have not already figured it out, they did not have to invest directly in an ethanol plant to make money from ethanol. The ethanol industry has added a lot to the price of corn. I sold a bit of corn to my local ethanol plant for over $6 a bushel that they are delivering today. That is a better cash price for corn than Chicago has traded, and I expect to get an ethanol dividend check, too. They were paying over $6 a bushel for corn, and yet ethanol margins in mid-November were $1.34 a gallon for a representative Iowa plant. Omicron fears slowing down the economy. The corresponding plunge in crude oil prices and seasonal downturn in motor fuel consumption will shrink what has been windfall profits. Green Plains Renewable Energy Stock recently tested their 2014 highs at 46.28, starting from COVID pandemic lows. That was a share price of $3.77, soaring to $44.27 a share. I am always amazed at how lukewarm or even cold that some farmers are over biofuel. Some are so ideologically wrapped up that if their party doesn't support ethanol, they do not either. Granted, neither party is perfect on ethanol policy, but the petroleum industry has had its hooks dug deep into one. The ethanol industry was the best thing to happen to the corn market during my farming career, adding a third leg to the stool of corn demand to go with the others' feed and exports. The stool has been stabilized by ethanol demand. I like getting paid for the market over subsidies, and the biofuel industry has eliminated the need for more farm subsidies than anything else. This administration has been sitting on SRE requests, but also are delaying RFS mandates. E85 has been selling 90 cents a gallon cheaper than E10 here, and yet some fools of the petroleum industry are telling the big lie that ethanol raises gas prices. The base price for all ethanol gasoline is 25 cents a gallon more than E10. There are a lot of people in this country who have difficulty discerning truth. The truth is that higher ethanol blends would reduce the cost of fuel to motorist. My young son with a flex fuel vehicle is almost giddy over how he is saving money using E85. He drove to Minneapolis and back on a tank of fuel, so the mileage was not too bad. My Dodge Ram is not flex fuel, but I have access to many blenders pumps, so use E30. Tests have shown E30 to be the sweet spot for blend performance. That is why they use an E27 blend in Brazil, where they have a supportive government to ethanol over petroleum. A Maryland study found that ethanol, on average, has reduced the price of fuel at the pump by 50 cents a gallon. The petroleum industry is doing everything that they can to contain the truth over the benefit from biofuels, which is understandable since they lose market share. We have a very good law on the Renewable Fuel Standard, and it has been too bad that we cannot get the EPA or government, regardless of political affiliation, to follow it. The law spells out a specific time when EPA is to announce volumetric targets for the mandate, and they never do on time. They do not even follow through with announcements when they extend the deadlines. The last date was yesterday, and there was nothing forthcoming from them. They are behind, failing to set mandates for 2020-2021, let alone 2022. The mandates determine how much biofuel needed to have been blended to avoid a RIN purchase obligation. The previous administration favored owners of refineries like Carl Icahn. This one favors the unions of refineries. The bottom line is that both are skirting the law to favor petroleum refineries. The cynical view is that the EPA will reduce the mandates for 2020 and 2021 to give refineries a bone and increase the mandate for 2022. A bipartisan group in the House introduced a bill called Defend the Blend, which calls for EPA to do what is spelled out in the RFS. It is something when they need a new law to call for enforcement of the current one. This bill would block EPA from reducing previous volumetric mandates. Refineries are obligated to buy RINs to comply with the RFS that so they do not blend biofuel. Some will build up large unsatisfied RIN obligations. They're gambling that the mandates will be reduced so they do not have to. Or Ted Cruz can bring RINs down to a dime a gallon again so that they can get let off cheap. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110.